Alright peeps, it's your boy Omar. Let's just dive right into another show of the sauce. So today, it takes a lot of things to scare me as a, as a, as a human being. I'm not gonna lie to you, it takes a lot. But for somebody that literally probably just binged half of Animal Planet, uh, I'm I'm intimidated. Uh, we 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 need to show respect for uh some of these animals. Like it's it's it is terrifying the the capability that they have to not only defend themselves but just hunt. And it's just the unique ways that they assert their dominance because. I'm gonna tell you right now, after the binge that I had, some of these some of these animals, they're about they're about it. They're literally like they're ready for the smoke. <laughs> if you if animals could talk and you square it up in one's territory, either like in their territory or like just out in the wild. It's it's literally gonna be one of those moments that uh, you're gonna regret. Like the the first couple words that would come out of their mouth before they were to attack you would be, and then it's over. It's done. You're you're done. You're KO. <laughs> so. I was very intimidated by the chapter on the Black Mamba, because, yeah, snakes, okay, we all know, you know, they strike fast and everything, and they're venom and whatnot, but when you got a, a, a nickname called Death Incarnate as, like, your calling card because I didn't know certain animals got like you know little cool nicknames to you know describe how serious they are I was like whoa whoa death incarnate let's let's chill for a minute like what <laughs> one of these venoms is not like the other like what makes yours like so lethal and they explained how one drop could literally kill 30 elephants. And I'm sitting here like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> First off, that's a lot of elephants. That's 30 elephants. Those suckers are big. But one drop, and in my head, I'm just, you know, I'm a little bit childish when it comes to, like, math and measurements. So I'm just going through scenarios in my head like, okay, so how many elephants can we kill with, with, with a tablespoon or, 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 or a, a cup? or a leader. I'm like, wow, like this snake doesn't play. And then the way that it's its formation of how it strikes, so it kind of lifts its head up and then like bucks backwards and then lunges at you and it does it in bursts of 3. So basically you're getting hit 3 times. And I'm like, that's kind of evil cuz when you think about the amount of venom that it can secrete Three times, they literally said that if you do not get attention with, if you do not get anti-venom within like the next 15, 
to 30 minutes tops, you're going to die. And they said, like, there's different ways that, you know, the death can be sped up. Like, if you're bit anywhere, like, torso down because of how you have, uh, I think he was explained there's less skin. So it, there's less muscle, sorry. There's less muscle from like the waist down. So the venom works faster than up. But if you were to get bit like, you know, chest or neck, then it's like game over because the adrenaline of just getting bit and you panicking is going to speed that up throughout your whole bloodstream and you're dead within like minutes and when he said minutes I was like how many minutes and then he was like breaking down like so it attacks the nerve the, the nervous system so it causes per- the first wave is paralysis within the first five minutes then after that is followed by uh, I think he said uh, you can either go into a cardiac arrest or you can go into a seizure roughly depending on the amount of venom given the section so it's like the upper body if you get attacked is game over but the lower body is also game over but like I guess a slower painful more deaf but they were talking about how as long as you can at least get the anti-venom within that 30 minutes and they were giving you tips like uh don't you know panic control your breathing because if you panic then the adrenaline kicks in which makes it travel faster so i was like dang and then they were talking about how oh it's only in africa so i'm like Well, marking Africa off my bucket list of places to travel because you can't pay me enough or or, or put me in a nice enough hotel to be like, yeah, come to Africa. Nope. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) And then uh, another animal that was awkwardly terrifying was... uh, I have to give it to the giraffe. And it's only because the way that they explain how they fight is kind of scary. Like, I don't know about you, but I like using my fists to defend myself. But when you tell me that you if you don't got no fists, what's the next best thing? If you tell me, oh, just use your head. I'm like, so what, we a bunch of rams just having a headbutt contest? No, this, this, this was not a headbutt contest. Like, it was so weird when I saw the fight that I felt like it was one of those moments where you see those memes where it's like, the, the awkwardness of the room is so silent that's like you can like hear bugs and stuff. So, when it was two males and they were fighting, and I don't know what they were fighting about, but they just started taking their necks and just hitting each other like it was two Twizzlers 
being slapped up against each other like like you're having a lightsaber fight using Twizzlers. And I'm sitting here like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it is it really worth it? Like, can can we just talk this over? Like, I'm not trying to go home in a concussion or anything like that. Like, for real. And I think after like, what was it? Ten, it was just ten blaga, blaga, blaga. You can hear it. Like, and he was explaining how like the 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 spine as far as like the column that you know has the uh the muscle and the bones is literally built for this interaction so i'm like oh so so like from birth you were already ready to like throw down it wasn't like oh if you can't handle it but i do like how i guess it's a stamina game and like whoever just can't deal with the the repetitive waka 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 it, it, it's just over and they were explaining how they do this also to impress the females now i don't know about you but i don't care how gorgeous looking she is i'm not having my head waka waka against another dude's head for 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 her affection nope i'm old school box of chocolates, a flower, maybe you can have my Netflix password, I don't know, but it's just, it's crazy, and it was like, one of those respectful, scary moments, like, for you to do that, to fight, but also to, to, to show your affection as, like, the dominant male, like, I want you, you know, that's just... It's like, wow, I was like, I couldn't be in this world of, like, nature and and the the animal kingdom and, like, know that there's some crazy methods to, like, showing your affection to a female and and, and fighting. Like, (laughs) could you imagine on Valentine's Day, all the guys are just... (laughs) Waka, waka! No, not worth it. I can imagine the hospital beds <laughs> being filled up. <laughs> the the EMTs just bringing people in just one after another. The doctor's like, let me guess, concussion? Yep, put them over there with the other 13. <laughs> like... And then when we got to the chapter about the whole uh, winning the battle by just waiting, and I didn't really understand the chapter, but then when they started talking about the, uh, what was the name? The Venus flytrap? I was like, oh, that's the plant that, like, eats bugs and stuff okay but like I never knew how it really did it I just you know when I was a kid you know and and we took science class it was just more of oh it's a plant that eats bugs and stuff and they land in its mouth at first I'm like okay if you know that that specific plant right there in that corner is gonna eat me why would I even be in its vicinity? And then it explained that it releases this, like, 
aroma addicted of addictive aroma when it like opens the mouth that's like I guess cocaine for bugs and stuff and they just can't help but just kind of perch onto it to get a get a little <laughs> if you know what I mean <laughs> and as soon as they just land on it it just snip game over and at first I'm like well does it have teeth because I, I know that's a stupid question but as a kid I was like well does it have teeth because it, it ha- it, it's gonna eat it and then we find out that it doesn't have no teeth and it has this little pool inside and I'm like oh that's the stomach acid it's not really stomach acid it's the potent liquid that makes the aroma and I'm like wait so it uses the liquid that makes it so addicting to be by it to break it down and just marinate it like some 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 chicken wing and and garlic and and, and and you know all sorts of seasonings and then once it's broken down it eats it like that and then it he also uses it to restock the juices that it used. So it's a never-ending cycle of snack, then you snack to refill what I used to get the snack in the first place. So I'm like, that's kind of devious, because it's like, as long as you as long as you get your eat on, you're never gonna run out of what you were using to get your eat on in the first place. I guess it's kind of like investing in stock and then getting the money back tenfold from what you invested in stock and then investing it right back into the same stock again but like double or nothing I don't know but I was like that's kind of sad how you can't they can't help but fly onto it just to get a good little sniff and I'm like you know that sniff's gonna kill you right like no pun intended, because like I said, it's literally like an, a, a cocaine addict, a, a, an addictive cocaine smell for bugs. So, yeah. And the chapters just started getting more and more interesting, and they just started getting more and more serious. Like, hyenas, I always joked on hyenas, because I grew up on a Lion King, and I was like, okay, they got that laugh. And, you know, they, they're always in groups and everything. But they take it to a whole nother level the way that they have this formation where it's always one, I guess, being the chaser. And the other two are like, we'll meet you at that spot that you're chasing them at. And so it's sad when, you know, said you know, prey is running away thinking that they got away. He's like, no, I just coordinated you. Like you, you, you wasn't safe. It was game over to begin with. And and then when you think it's one V one, it's not, it's, it's three V one. And now you're just looking like one, I'm tired Two, I'm outnumbered. At this point, you might as well just go ahead and just let them have you. Just don't don't even fight. It's 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 not worth it. 
<laughs> just let it happen. But it's crazy how for for an animal is so I'm gonna just say crazy because that laugh and 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 how they hunt. It's like that type of plan makes you fear them more because for the first one to be the the one that's chasing them and then for you to be so synchronized with the other two and be like hey I'm gonna chase them to that spot I guess that's why they do that freaking cry that they do or whatever it's kind of like their like code of like okay dinner's here dinner's served or something but uh that's that's scary I couldn't be in a if I knew that I was getting chased by a hyena, I would probably take my chances and just just go ahead and square up on him. I, I would just, you know, and and embrace it. Just yeah, I would just do it because <laughs> at least that way you know. Okay, where's his other two pals? And, and there, you know. Waiting for the signal to to be at said spot, but I'm not going to said spot because I'm squaring up on this guy. Then you know, I feel like my chances of survival will be a whole lot higher than just falling for this duck duck goose failure of a game where either direction I go, it's a loss because. The direction you're running in, in your head is safety, but it's not. And in their head, they're like, yeah, just keep on going that way. So it's like, wow. And uh, then another, <coughs> another instance that I didn't think was going to uh, freak me out was the, the grasshoppers at first. No, sorry, not grasshoppers. Excuse me, praying mantis. So praying mantises already knew they were about that. But there was one particular breed of praying mantis. I forgot what its name was called. But it specializes in fighting and camouflage. Now, not saying that not all of them do that. But this one does it so gracefully, like... If it wasn't for the cameraman zooming in times three, I would have never found out that that grasshopper was a was a leaf. I really was like, where is it? Like, what am I looking at? Like, uh, narrator, can you help me here? Like, <laughs> you're talking as though it's there, but I can't see it. But then once he zoomed in times, it was like, oh, wow, he's the leaf. That's, that's impressive. Like, he's literally a whole leaf. Like... I would have been able to tell that that was a leaf. But uh, the respect that the praying mantis got for me in that chapter, that specific praying mantis, was he squared up with a snake. And this wasn't no, like, you know, regular, like, just plain ordinary snake. It was one of those, you know, known, known breed type snakes for, for its venom and tactics and everything. But, uh... Anyway, this snake is known for, like, the playing dead tactic. 
and its uh, its tactic of grabbing hold using its tail and then just repetitively just bam 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 like I don't know how many strikes and then it just slaughters you whole because this this uh, this venom not only attacks the nervous system but it also attacks the uh, the uh, the muscle it, uh, how do you explain it uh, it destroys the, uh, was it the muscle flesh? It just eats right through it. So it's like, one, now you can't move, and two, like, your, your, uh, muscle flesh is literally being deteriorated from the inside. But, uh, so he squared up on Praying Mantis guy. It was like one of those Call of Duty moments where, you know, and, and you're getting ready to, 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 to shoot. And so he went for the strike and my boy took his, his little, you know, praying mantis stance and he grabbed him in mid strike. And I was like, whoa, this is some, uh, this is some Kill Bill right here. Like. He he grabbed that jaw. I thought I was watching an anime for a second. He grabbed the jaw in like mid of the fangs trying to bite him. And he just had him locked. And they were explaining how like snakes aren't used to having their jaws open for a long period of time. After a while they get tired and and the venom, you know, starts to just, you know, get drained because it just keeps on leaking out of the veins. So I'm like, wait, is he about to just headlock him to the point that he drains his venom sac? Because it just, you know, it's like when you open your jaw for a long time and you start to drool. I guess it was the equivalent of that because at first I was like, ooh, this is Devious. So he's just going to wait until he's drained out. And, you know, go for the kill. No. He said, I'm not done yet. As he proceeds to bite him on the neck of the snake and just eat him like that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I thought you were going to, like, knock him out because, you know, his glands were drained and he doesn't have an offense no more and he's tired because his jaw no this man said no I'm going to eat right now and, I'm, and, and, and the narrator is explaining how the snake is filling every inch of this and I'm like oh my god like I know we all see zombie movies and we're like oh they got eaten alive and blah 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 but like this is different like at least in a zombie movie you know eventually you're gonna die and pat or pass out from the pain, one or the other. This snake is still alive in this mid-eat session, feeling all of this. All nerve receptors are activated. And it's like it's doing it until he's dead. Now I know you're like, oh Omar, like what's the difference? They're both same scenarios. No. Because he's doing it as his jaw is locked open. So it's like literally 
it, it's like an eat taunt. It's like, hey, <laughs> you're this close to biting me, but your jaw's <laughs> off. And uh, I'm the one that's doing it <laughs> with one pincer while the other one has him locked in, in place. Like, it, 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 it was crazy. It, it was crazy to see the snake be devoured like that from something so little. Like, I literally had to, I had to give the joke. I had to give the Joker a clap because it's like you 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 the size of my Android phone, and this snake is like I don't even know the measurement of that snake in particular. We'll just say average size snake. But when you look at the speed of how the lunge happened, and he just used the pincer and just blocked it, it was. It was quite impressive. I, I literally had to be like, man, I wish I was a praying mantis. But then again, I was like, nope, because if I have a girlfriend, she going to kill me. Because <laughs> then I, I remembered from science class as well that uh, the female kills the male after they mate. So I'm like, nope, I guess I'll be single if I do ever become a praying mantis. <laughs> No Valentine's Day for me. <laughs> and then uh, when it got to part two of the chapter, then some of the uh, some of the animals got a little bit more uh, not terrifying, but I just want to say I have to show my respect where respect is due, because I think a lot of people don't understand that as far as like the animal kingdom is concerned if you had to live a week in the life of whatever animal if you rolled the dice or you know took a pole took a sticker number like the DMV and it gave you the number of said animal in the animal kingdom and you had to live a week I bet you wouldn't survive a week because in your head in your mindset you're gonna be like oh I'm this this is all I'm capable of, but these, the, they have figured out ways to just unlock their potential to the point that is pure, terrifying, but amazing. Like, think about it. A snake comes at you and you just use the first arm to freaking block the snake bite. And then lock the jaw in place. Meanwhile, the other arm is grabbing it like a headlock and then just eating it until it just is dead and it's getting eaten alive. And it's it's a taunt eat alive because like literally you're in it's your your mouth is in its grasp but it just could not connect the fangs to get the bite in and it's so sad because it's like (laughs) you were an inch away from getting a w and then it turned into an l i guess that battle kind of reminded me of a a game with the falcons let me chill i was like (laughs) maybe maybe one Maybe one prophecy year to happen, but 
I don't know how many years I got in me to, to see so many upsets. But, uh, yeah. And then with, uh, with elephants, it was cool to see how they're not just known for, oh, we're just going to, you know, stampede or use our uh, tusks. The trunk of an elephant, if I remember how he was explaining the damage that it can do, I think he said that full force, if a trunk of an elephant hits a human, then it's literally death. Just because of the weight and the force can crush bones. And they were like, just the, uh, they were like the impact alone. They said sometimes the spine bone is the first to receive that impact of just smack. And it's like, well, if the spine goes, like, it's already game over. And if you were to survive, you can't walk. You're, you're, you're paralyzed. So it's like, it's a, it's a lose-lose either way. And then we don't know how many bones the impact could break. But just from getting hit by something like that alone is like the equivalent of like, a hit-and-run car accident. Like, it's literally based on trajectory and impact, pretty much. Now, they have said that based on, I would say, how the follow-up of the trunk hitting said human is, what damage could happen. I think they said you never want to get hit by, like... The, the the trunk like middle smacking you because that's where all the muscle apparently is if you can at least get hit by I guess like the 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 fore end of it then you're kind of okay but like if you get hit with that center trunk slap then yeah it's pretty much game over and they said that just wait alone getting stepped on to kill you so it's like if the trunk don't do it, then getting stepped on will. And it's crazy to think that uh, something so big has two ways that it can kill you that in your head you're like, oh, what are the chances that that could happen to me? <sighs> okay. <laughs> You want to sit down with a calculator and and, 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 and figure out that percentage? Because I sure don't. Because <laughs> the same goes for uh, the Black Widow spider. I, I remember they were saying based on where you get bit is the percentage of how long it takes for the venom to act fast. And I remember in my deployment in Afghanistan how we were told to watch out because the area that we were in was very high in nests for Black Widows. And they would always tell us, you know, always do a boot check, check your boots because they like to nest in dark places. And they were like, your worst nightmare could be putting on your, 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 uh, your uniform and putting on your army boots and then feeling that sharp jab and you're like, what the heck was that? 
and then you see a squished black widow and you see that bite on your toe or on your ankle and now you gotta get treated and uh black widow poison is is deadly it attacks the nervous system but i think they said it attacks it really slow but uh it is quite painful and they said that you gotta get neurotoxin at least within the first 15 minutes of said bite for it to truly stop any uh, lingering damage from uh, being permanent and it's crazy because the way that the Black Widow hunts is, is kind of cool so I was always scared of spider webs because I just hate being caught in them like you would walk through trees and I don't know why they would just have them hanging there like that but you know they do and uh it's crazy so they make the web and then they got one little strand that's like the I guess the ADT alert (laughs) and it's tied all the way to where they sleep or wait so once that little strand, the vibration happens, they're they're known, they're alerted, and they make their way. So the other strands are extra sticky in a way that like once you step on it, it's like giving a cat a ball of yarn. Like, you're going to get yourself tangled without even trying to get tangled because you're going to want to get out of it. But then all the other strands start, you know, nicking you and and the movement and everything. And and, and then she comes and then she just wraps you up like, like a Moe's burrito and just leaves you there. So I'm like, oh, she don't finish you off? No, she don't finish you off. Not all of them finish you off, apparently. Half of them leave you there for the babies. So I'm like, okay, so the babies, as soon as they wake up, they just, they already got food waiting for them. And I'm like, but won't it go bad? And so they explain how the silk is is a preserver. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So it really can't go bad. It, it stays fresh, locked in the flavor. Let me find out Black Widows are the spider Gordon Ramsay's. Because for you to have this whole intricate, diabolical plan of I get alerted, they can't escape. They get tangled up from the frustration of trying to escape. I come in saran wrap you leave you there for my guests or you know my babies which would be the the guests i guess at this point is just downright terrified and it's crazy because i heard what some do is that they lay the eggs inside said uh wrap so when the babies hatch it's just right then and there for the picking so i'm like dang Now you're alive and aware that these eggs are right next to you and there's nothing you can do about it. Meanwhile, if you do die while, you know, saran wrapped, 
your body's not gonna rot or anything because the silk is a preserver. So it's like, I gotta, I gotta give, I gotta give the Black Widow, I gotta give the Joker clap because it's like, wow, man, like, you're, you're, you're something else. Like, now I know why I had a fear of, 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 of spiders when I was little. Not because my first bad experience with a spider was a tarantula because I was like, man, that thing's hairy and it crawls fast and look at those fangs. But like when I started hearing about other breeds and everything, I was like, wow, like there's even a spider that is so hairy that it looks like it's tree bark, but it's not. I'm like, wow, so you mean to tell me that, like, I would not be able to tell that that was a spider until the last minute when it, like, revealed itself. Because shout out for some of these animals with these camouflage tactics. Like, I feel like every kingdom, every section of Animal Kingdom, there's at least, like, one, I want to say top three people that are like a master of stealth or camouflage or just evasive tactics. Like, when I found out that frogs could kill, I was laughing at first. My friend was like, man, did you hear about uh, that one camper in, in Indonesia that, you know, died in his tent from a frog? I was like... Whatever. What what kind of Instagram TikTok crap is that? Frogs can't kill. What, what it do? Use its tongue or something? And he was like, No, man. It just sweat on it. It just sweated on him. And I was like, Chill out. And then yet again, I had to I had to fast forward to the frog chapter. And I was like, Are you serious? Frog sweat? And then the narrator was like explaining how hunters would catch a frog. In, in these tribe villages, they would catch a frog. They would use, like, banana leaves. They would catch the frog using banana leaves so they don't make contact with it. Then they would take, like, their arrows or their blow darts. And they would just kind of pinch the frog with the banana leaves to, you know, scare it. And then that, that uh, secretion would happen on, on you know... It's skinned through the sweat glands, and then they would, they would uh, graze their uh, their darts and their arrowheads with it, and that's how they would hunt, like you know, the animals and the buffalo and everything. And I was like, that is crazy. So you mean to tell me, like, for for you know, a better chance of getting said a buffalo or you know whatever these tribes hunt as far as like food is concerned they would use the sweat and so he was explaining how the sweat attacks the nervous system and within five minutes is instant paralysis like from the neck down I think he explained no 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 sorry it's it's instant paralysis whereas you know you can't feel anything 10 minutes into it you can't move 15 minutes into it it's either gonna be uh 
cardiac arrest or a stroke. And I'm like, wow, all from sweat. And they explained how, like, that's this frog's defense mechanism. Like, when it gets hunted and it has a chance to leap onto the prey and, like, escape, it'll do that because that leap on it, boom, that sweat, and then leap off and get out of dodge. And then the sweat does the rest for you. It was funny. I I, I saw uh, it clipped over to, you know, when a snake tries to eat a frog. And how it jabbed at the frog. And I guess it was a double-edged sword. So I guess this frog, because they say, you know, depending on the size of the frog, depends on, you know, how it can tactically, you know, survive given being hunted. So I guess this frog wasn't that big. And so basically the battle was... It it did its jab, it bit the frog, and I guess, you know, it, it was getting ready to, you know, set up for, for that infamous Mortal Kombat. And so, it started to, to get a little bit slow, and at first I was like, oh, is it purposely, you know, moving towards him slow? Because, you know, that's how snakes... Some snakes really like to uh, take their time with uh, getting to their prey. I don't know what it is. The only snake I know that doesn't take its time is uh, King Cobra and uh, Black Mamba, to be honest. And a python. And a python. But uh, it was getting a little bit too slow. And then the narrator was explaining how... uh, so when it did jab it and get that bite in, it, it had already sealed its fate because you just basically, your, your mouth ingested that sweat. And I was like, oh, it wasn't like the sweat was on its skin. And, you know, our skin takes a while for it to absorb said chemicals and whatnot. But, uh... Yeah, it was uh, it was game over, and it showed how the snake, you know, it kind of sagged there, you know, with its snake dopey eyes. I bet he was looking like, I'm not about to die here from a frog. And I know the frog was like, from the moment that you bit me, your fate was sealed. I may die, but you're coming with me. <laughs> Could you could you imagine somebody telling you like, hey, you got this W, but now you're about to get this L. <laughs> and do you just see the eyes start to slowly close on on the snake? And then, you know, the frog is like really, you know, he's slowing down too because of the venom. But I know in the frog's mind, I know without a shadow of a doubt, as soon as that snake bit him, <laughs> in his head, he was all like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> excuse my language on that one, but that was, 
<laughs> that was what was going on in his head right now. Because I would hate to like be in the fight and realize that if I punch somebody with intent to kill, and then the blood splatter, I guess, from said punch that I did splattered on my fist, and now I'm gonna die. I I'd be really upset. I I and uh, I, I also have to give a Joker clap to that frog species because it's pretty impressive that your sweat is your kill shot. Like it's your defense and your offense mechanism. Because there was another breed of frog that their sweat is just strictly it's a combination of like skunk meets paralysis it smells really bad and it causes paralysis and so the narrator was basically explaining that like it doesn't have intent to kill it's just really a means of escape and they use it a lot against snakes because when snakes go for the grab or a bite, depending on the situation, because the smell is so bad, they back off before they try to lunge if they like, you know, corner the prey. So you have that skunk mechanism kicking in as the defense. But then you have the paralysis part, so it's like, even if you were to get a bite or, you know, a grab and use that python strategy of just squeezing them to death, you won't be able to follow up because you can't move. <laughs> so, it, it, it's like a double win for their part and then a double L for your part because the smell is so bad that you can't even follow up to get ready to have your dinner. And then if you do, depending on whatever tactic you do use, whether it be the Python of just grabbing hold and squeezing to death or just giving them that first bite to, you know, slow them down with the venom and then finish them off, you're done because now you can't move. I don't know what level of paralysis we're talking about but if it's the type where it's to the point that your muscles can't move and or it's more potent where not only your muscles can't move but I've heard about venom where you know your lungs can't you can't breathe because the lungs are, are paralyzed from the venom so you can't even inhale or exhale. So now you 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 die from what would be, I, I believe, suffocation. Because if that poison is that potent as far as paralysis is concerned, then either the heart goes out first or the lungs. It, it, it's, it's one or the other and it's scary because they say in terms of like top five deaths that are like the scariest to go through 
I forgot which number it goes in order, but uh, suffocation is one of those. Because literally you're fighting for air. That's there, but you can't get it. It's, it's literally like, oh, it's all around me, but I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't absorb it. I can't touch it. And that's scary because they also say drowning is in one of those too because it's more of the lines of your lungs filled with water so now you can't breathe air. You're breathing water and you, you, can't, you can't survive on breathing water. The body needs air. And so now it's like you're dying from drowning and so yeah I have to uh, definitely tip my hat off to the animal kingdom I feel like as humans when we go camping or traveling to different countries or whatnot, I feel like it would be smart to kind of do a little bit of homework know what to watch out for I really hate when people go on these cool expensive tourist trips or be like, yeah, I want to go to Africa. I want to go to, you know, the, I want to take a tour in, in the, the, uh, the Sierra desert or, or the rainforest. Like, please stop by, get a brochure, you know, understand what's around you. It, it, it doesn't hurt. I really do feel like a, a really smart thing to do is if you are in said place for vacation that is known for said poisonous things, dig in your pocket, dig in that rainy day fund and uh, buy some anti-venom. Buy some... Uh, anti-venom syringes or uh, EpiPens that uh, are filled with said anti-venom of said person. I think, you know, it's sad how I had one friend who was a Boy Scout and he had a nice little kit of uh, needle syringes for for just all types of unique situations i was like man that's crazy he got one for for uh, just a regular snake bite then he got one for uh black widow uh he got uh, a special kit for uh water moccasins because how they spit their venom at you and so he has a kit to just, you know, make sure it washes out the venom from your eyes and you don't go blind. I feel like we need more people like that to be prepped if you're going to go on these cool, expensive vacations or, or, or trips or, you know, things like that. I hate how it, it takes the moment for you to be prepared for the moment. Like if I know that I'm going out camping in an area, it would be smart for me to at least have said anti-venom for a black widow, just in case, a freaking regular snake. And you know, if I did my research and there's a snake in that area, 
that specific snake anti-venom and you know just I I feel like got the money to spend to be like yeah I want to go to Africa for two weeks and I think you got the time to dig a little bit deeper in your pocket to show respect to said animal kingdom and uh, do some research and figure out how to better be prepared because sometimes people get caught out and lose their lives and it's and it's kind of sad like oh I got bit by blah so now you're panicking about the bite which rule one you shouldn't because that adrenaline speeds up the venom two like the narrator was talking about when it comes to snakes if you're gonna be in an area that's known for snakes to please dress accordingly you know uh, wear pants uh, it would be smart to double layer wear socks. I thought that was a little bit weird. Why would you double layer wear socks? He said not to wear ankle socks, but to wear, you know, full socks because the ankles are the most popular to get bit first. And at least if you were to get bit, the socks would absorb said venom that is coming through the fangs while it's reaching your skin. So at least you know that you're not getting a full dosage of the potential of the bite because all that cotton interaction through the the fangs of when the bite is happening is gonna, what he said, dilute it in a way that at least you can manage but uh, yeah, let's let's respect the animal kingdom, guys. Like I said, if you had to spend a week in whatever shoes of an animal, what would that animal be? And do you believe in your heart of hearts could you survive a week with just knowing what you know, but not knowing their potential? And if you didn't know their potential, do you think you would last longer than a week? Because there's a difference between knowing how to use a tool and then, like, really knowing the potential of said tool. It's like with... What's a good example? I guess using Resident Evil would be a retarded example, but I'm going to go with it. So, you know, Umbrella was like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, make this virus and and make biological organic weapons and everything. But I liked how the whole plan was, we'll sell it to the army or, you know, the highest, you know, bidder and everything. And... They tweaked it based on the request of, you know, said person. So I like how it just wasn't just, oh, one solid, you know, messed up zombie. It was different variants to choose from. Like, for example, the liquors. The liquors in in, uh, Umbrella, if you ever play... 
any of the Resident Evils. They were explaining how the liquors are perfect for assassination because they can't see, but they use sound. And then it's like, we all know that, you know, sound is a power, it's, it, it's even more powerful an aspect than sight because by using sound, you can use the vibrations to track set target or know where set target is. And then because of their talons, it's literally, you're done. Slit of the throat, shiv of the body, and then their tongue. So if they're not trying to get too close, they can just extend their tongue, grab you, snap the neck, or grab, pull you towards them. So yeah, like, let's just be mindful of the, the, the animal kingdom. It, it, and nature in in its entirety needs to be shown respect to and uh, we as humans we need to uh, understand that if the roles were reversed and we were in that kingdom that uh, we would need to admire the sheer strength and willpower of what these species go through on an everyday basis to not only survive, whether it's hunting, but survive as far as killing. It was like the defending your territory, defending your home. Like it's things like that. And uh, I had enjoyed that binge, and I would recommend that if you ever needed a good binge. To add to your Netflix or Hulu, please add Animal Planet. It's 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 great. It's it, it really wows and opens your mind to just what the kingdom is really all about, and it's it's great. And I'm glad you guys enjoyed the episode. We're one step closer to the. Dun 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 season finale and soon I'll be moving on to season two of the sauce which will be named a different segment but uh please I appreciate the watches and uh have a safe rest of this month and uh just have a safe life in general we're in COVID time so just Please act accordingly. Everybody knows about the whole shopping with your mask. And, you know, if a store needs you to wear the mask, please wear the mask. But uh, God bless and peace out.